Grant County is full of amazing stories, and the purpose of this podcast is to collect those stories from the people that lived them. Where We Landed is a podcast that recognizes our whole story, told by the individuals that live and love this small Indiana county. Welcome back to Where We Landed. I'm Alicia Hazelwood with the United Way of Grant County, and with me today, I have Scott Miller with Bowman Construction. Hello. And Iris Brenner with Family Service Society. Hey, yo. And we're excited to have our next guest in studio with us today. Iris, would you like to introduce our guest for today? Absolutely. Um, Hi, friends. It feels great to be back in the studio and meeting new friends, and I feel like today is one of those days. Um, Our guest today is someone that I think I only know on like the surface level, level, so I find great honor in getting to know him more. So I'm going to ask for a little grace in this introduction, as I'm sure I will get tons wrong, and um, it was a little hard to dig some things up about you, as you don't have much of a social media presence, Mm. (laughs) but kudos to you (laughs) for staying strong. Um, I'm excited to introduce um, our listeners to Heath Slane. He's an advisor with uh, at Via Credit Union with Via Investments, a husband, a girl dad, a business owner. Again, this is my surface level. But most importantly, I assume he knows all the secrets to the sex- success of one of Grant County and Upland's favorite restaurant slash ice cream spots known across the Midwest in Ivanhoe's. Um, welcome to where we landed. We have Heath Slane with us today. Hi, hey. thank, thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, we're awesome. so glad you're here. So Heath, I'm gonna start with a question um, that we talked a little bit about off air, but Ivanhoe's, how did you guys come up with that name? And uh, you, you know, it's no one, it's one thing, so I'm not originally from here, but everybody who I say, hey, you know, it's at the Gas City exit or the Marion exit, and they were like, Hey, you got to go to Ivanhoe's. Um, and so, how'd you guys come up with that name? Uh, my grandfather bought it in '65 <clears throat> uh, from Cleo Wiley, and he had a student from Taylor who worked for him. And at the time, the student was uh, reading the book Ivanhoe by Sir Walter Scott, and uh, would call my grandfather, he'd come in and say, "What's up, Mr. Ivanhoe? How's it going?" <laughs> and uh, the name just kind of stuck. My grandfather just thought, "Well, what a what a unique kind of interesting name." Mm-hmm. So he just called it that. So he. <clears throat> Uh, we get that a lot, actually. A lot of people. It's kind of a weird name, uh, what does but that it's mean? great. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really cool. Wait, before we go any further, um, we normally do like a little icebreaker. Oh, oh yeah, that's yeah, Kylie's yeah, yeah. stuff. Yeah, Thank we nor- you. I know. Ooh, we normally do a little cool. icebreaker, um, and the suggestion was um, each of us needs to share what our Ivanhoe's order would be. Oh, Alicia, you want to go first? Okay, so we're talking lunch or ice cream? Both. Both? Because Either. I get both every time yeah. I go. Yeah, right. Um, so my Ivanhoe's order is the bacon, lettuce, tomato salad, because mm. it's got like the crunchy onions on the top and bacon and hard boiled eggs. No dressing, because a salad that good needs no dressing. Mm. And then when it comes to dessert, if it's shortcake time, it's strawberry shortcake all day yes. long. Um, but yeah, any of the non-nut related ice creams, <laughs> because I'm allergic to nuts. <laughs> I don't think I knew that. Yeah, I'm allergic to tree nuts. Huh. I can have peanuts all day long, but no tree nuts, coconut, all right. almonds, walnuts. Before I share mine, Heath, oh. what's yours? Yeah. Oh. If it's on the menu, probably a Texan burger, cheese fries, and a Trojan 3 shake. But from working there for a long time, there are a few things that 
So is that a secret menu item that we don't know about? There's a few. There's okay. a few cowbunga burgers on the menu. Cowabunga burger. It's okay, huge. what's on that? What's it's on huge. That? It's a uh, you know like the soup bowls that they hollow out? Uh-huh. They just cut those in half and just put four patties on it. And it's oh huge. My oh my god. Jonah. Jonah just face. had the I am gonna have one of those looks. <laughs> <laughs> they should know what you're talking about. They should know what you're talking about. If you tell them, just a cowabunga burger, okay. But some of the some of the employees will make a stir fry out of the uh, the noodles for the uh, chicken salad yeah. or the the grilled chicken salad, uh-huh. and it's amazing. Caesar dressing. Okay. So our listeners are now going to be asking for the stir fry oh, and, oh and the cowbunga burger. burger. <laughs> a lot of them, will, the cowbunga burger, they'll know, but the, the stir fry, a lot of people will just look that's at you like you're crazy. What's no. going on there? Yeah. That's, that's yeah. made up. Yeah. We'll have right. to have you go in with us and say, I want what he wants. Yeah. 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 All right, Scott, let's I'm yours. a pretty much meat and potatoes guy. So I like the, uh, the hamburger, ketchup only, and then um, the chocolate chip shake. And the, the largest chocolate chip shake you guys make. So, <laughs> super. Those, yeah, the super shake. Nice. A- awesome. Nice. <clears throat> well, it depends on the day, but I'm typically fruit and chicken salad or the taco salad. And I'm, I'm with Alicia. I'm strawberry shortcake, and I don't share. <laughs> We're not sharing. <laughs> like, I'm not sharing. <laughs> so talking about strawberry shortcake, somebody had told me how many you guys – go through in a given year what do you have a number like on average what a given number of strawberry shortcakes that you guys go through um somewhere in the in the vicinity of 20 30,000 a year unbelievable it's a lot of strawberries and is there is there a pretty brief period is that like june through the end of july i mean are they all slammed into that or is it Mm -hmm. spread out over the course of a 12 month period it's usually a six months so they they come in uh I think it's june 15th and they, they leave september 15th okay so it's quick or i'm yeah. sorry march 15th for the start date march 15th so. through september 15th yep yep awesome so clearly we're, we're very interested in ivanhoe's and we didn't even ask you to share your story so let's rewind what what we say, we <laughs> say it scott yeah we, uh, we're gonna pull over and put that in the parking lot yeah so, yeah. so yeah. or we can back up the bus and <laughs> so tell us a little bit about you heath um tell us about where you grew up tell us about school tell us about interests you know things like that so let's talk about that a little bit sure yeah i i went to eastbrook high school was born in uh in marion but lived in upland uh, <clears throat> you know upland's always been my home probably always will be uh, went to Eastbrook High School, played football for Coach Adamson. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to Taylor University, played yep. a couple of years of uh, football for Coach Korfmacher. Okay. Um, ended up working at Via. Love it there. It's mm-hmm. it's a it's a great place to work. Uh, it's like family there. And uh, I started a little business at the beginning of the year, uh, Upland Liquor there in, in Upland. And uh, I have two girls, uh, mm-hmm. Rowan and Cora. Super sweet. Uh, they both go to Eastbrook South, mm-hmm. and that's pretty much it. I don't. Mm-hmm. Kind of an open book. <laughs> so, uh, so, so when you said you, uh, how, how'd you get the idea for your new business, and and what's your hope for that business as you guys move that forward? Because you're involved in a few, you have some real estate interests, right? Mm-hmm. And, and then, and so, so how'd you get the idea for your new business and see a need in the market? Yeah, I, I ran into an old friend actually. Uh, I used to ride the bus with this guy, my business partner, Perry Hovermail, like all through seventh, eighth, ninth grade, we rode the bus together. And uh, I wandered into his shop. He's got a couple businesses in Muncie. And uh, just from talking to him and just kind of, it was like, you know, it would go really well there. Like a little little liquor store, kind of with different unique things. Uh, the closest one, it, we're in between Harvard City and Gas City. So we thought, why don't we put one there? 
and sell kind of different things. Yeah. So uh, we, we sell a lot of oddballs, I call them, just kind of things you'd never, you know, think would be there, but they are. So so best lesson you learned from football. <laughs> you, go, you talked about Ooh. playing football both in high school uh, for Coach Adamson mm-hmm. and then it, and again in college. But if you were to go back and say, hey, here's the greatest lesson I learned from playing football, anything come to mind? Probably just to be persistent. You know, just if you get knocked down, you got to get back up and keep going, I'd say. It's, uh, you know, you don't get through without getting, you know, knocked on your butt at least once. So, yeah, <laughs> <And> I have. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, persistence. And I, I still, you know, when I see Coach out, I say hi. And he's a, he's a great guy and uh, had a lot of fun, learned a lot of stuff, made, some, made a lot of friends I still talk to to this day. What, did you say what position you played? Offensive line. Oh, offensive so. line. Okay. I happen to be wearing, my heart is on the line, as my youngest son plays offensive and defensive mm-hmm. line mm-hmm. football. So as a mom, it's hard to watch <laughs> and get knocked down. But I always cheer when he gets back up so I can So what the pads are for, that. right? And there's pads, and they always joke. Hunter's, you know, real small and plays bigger than his position, and they always giggle. You know, like, look, it's like a 300-pound dude running off the line because he's got all these pads on. <laughs> But I always have an interest when we're interviewing uh, people, like, what is it you were born and raised here? And um, like many of us Mm -hmm. who went to school here, um, my friends will call and say, what did you like? You're still in Marion or you're still in Grant County. Like, why are you there? Do you have that experience? And what's your response to your friends that think maybe you've done something wrong to still be? Yeah, yeah, that that happens all the time. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) A lot of my friends moved to Muncie or Indianapolis. and when I say, yeah, I still live in Upland, oh, really? How? What why? Happened? What happened? Yeah. <laughs> what? But I think they all get that, you know, with, with Ivanhoe's there and all that type of stuff. But uh, living in Upland, what, what I think is great about it is you know everybody. And they know you. And a lot of people will move for the anonymity of living in a big city. But uh, that never really appealed to me. I like knowing people, mm-hmm. knowing their family. Uh, you know, you're, you're on to anybody. And you know their dad, you know their grandma, you know where they come from, um, and there's a shared experience there, and I, I I do like that being able to know someone and trust them before before you'd ever you know yeah. uh, a lot of people like that in, in Upland, and I, I love them. Yeah. Now that my oldest son is 16 and starting to date and stuff, I realize how awesome it is because he'll date people, and I'm like, oh, I know their parents, yeah. so that's okay. <laughs> like they come from good people. Like, oh no, 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 I knew him in high school. Absolutely not. Like, yeah, yeah exactly. We're that's, gonna that's, need a reintroduction. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's a, the perfect, perfect thing. Yeah. yeah, and the father of two girls, I can imagine. Yeah, her. yeah, for sure. <laughs> so Heath, where? Uh, so your grandparents bought the business. Are you actively involved in Ivanhoe's? I know you also are at uh, VIA. And mm-hmm. so where do you spend most of your time and, and how do you balance all the things that you have going on? That's a tough one. Uh, sometimes the balance becomes more of a, you know, some weeks uh, with the real estate and the, the uh, liquor store and VIA, it's, it's easy to, to balance them. And sometimes it's just like a, a free for all. You know, you just get what you get done what you can. Yeah. Um, I've got a lot of people who help me. Uh, Tim Tittle helps me with with the properties. I have my uh, business partner at the shop, and it's nice to have kind of a, a go to guy for all those things to help you with those. You would know that. You know, yeah. it's a Bowman Construction. It's a big one. Uh, but having people you can trust, and like we were just talking about, having somebody you know them, you know their parents, uh, you know who they are, it, it really helps. 
So you're sharing with us a little bit. Um, I know we, we keep kind of coming back to the Ivanhoe thing, but mm-hmm. I really no, love the history of it. So mm-hmm. you're sharing with us. So prior to it becoming Ivanhoe's, what was it? Would you Wiley's Drive-In. Wiley's mm-hmm. Drive-In. I had no idea it was a drive-in. Mm-mm. It was a real drive-in. Like, like uh, where would they park the cars? Like, if it was a real drive-in, like... It used yeah. to be just a <clears throat> just a counter, almost like an A&W. You could go up there oh. and get a sandwich, and they'd have picnic tables, and then you could drive your car up when okay. it was when it was Cleo's, Cleo Wiley's. Uh, but over time, it got so busy that my grandfather put the, the seated dining, the covered dining in, mm-hmm. and out of the back dining room in the 80s. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's called Ivanhoe's Drive-In, but it... It's not really a driving anymore, but okay. just how the, how it kind of started. We, my family moved here in the early '90s, mm-hmm. so it's always been, you know, what it, mm-hmm. you could sit down there. Is. So now I can picture because I'm picturing like Myers driving, right? Like, yeah, kind of like that. So mm-hmm. that's when I think of a drive-in. That's what I think of, and I would have never pictured that at that Ivanhoe's location. Mm-hmm. So what made him the Wiley family? Then what made them put that particular restaurant there? Do you know? I don't know. Uh, just I think it was it was really the only restaurant in town at the time. Oh. Uh, so as the town grew, I think they put that in there because you know Taylor was there still. Um, I'm not sure why they decided to, but yeah. he owned a little bit of everything. Uh, a lot of businesses, and his, his son Bill was a professor at Taylor. Oh, okay. Uh, but they're still around the, the Wileys. He drives a Jeep. It's an awesome Jeep. Um, <laughs> It makes me okay. So what's so awesome about the Jeep? Yeah, what's so awesome it's, about it? It's yeah. cool. It's is it just like decked out? Or it's like decked it? out. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so if you see a decked out Jeep driving around, all yeah. Right. I'm not sure. He he has. I think he had another son too, but uh, Mary and Cleo sold it to my parents in '65, and they would come back and and say hi, and they just loved to to talk. You know, they were always really happy, and Grandpa really respected Cleo a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cool. So what's your um, when you think of Grant County and our friends that are like, oh, what did you do wrong to end up still there? Um, what are some of those things that you would highlight when you're talking to someone who's not from Grant County about, you know, well, I'm here and here's what there is to do, like your favorite places to go or, or spend time? Love the Cardinal Greenways. That's an awesome thing. And, and Upland's working. I'm on the town board, too, of oh, Upland. Great. Uh, and we're working on a lot of trails and things like that in town, trying to get them connected. Hmm. Uh, and there, there's a lot of cool stuff to do here. There's a lot of like uh, things you wouldn't think of, but are really good. Like you said, Myers Drive-In. I love Myers. Yeah. Uh, it's not just one thing, but the people, the places here. Mm-hmm. A lot of great, you know, farming communities around here and mm-hmm. cool stuff. Jefferson Street, you know, great things that people kind of overlook that are. Are here that are awesome. <laughs> yeah, so. I, well, and I giggle because not growing up here, um, I think of Myers now as a drive-in, but I had actually never eaten at Myers until I was probably 20, 21. Oh, and my husband, who was born yeah. here, he was like, "No, you have to have a burger from Myers," mm-hmm. and he loves it. Um, and it just thinks it's great, but I'm still an Ivanhoe's girl. I'm like, no, I'll drive all the way to Upland to get my food. And I think that's, I think that's big, uh, because I think Ivanhoe's touches so many lives because of its location, first of all, um, next in proximity to Taylor. Um, I can always think of all the times, um, I run into somebody that was like, oh, I went to a camp at Taylor and we ate at this really cool ice cream place. And I'm like, yep, they totally went to Ivanhoe's. So just the number of people that I run across, you know, outside of our area or, um, that know, oh, is Upland close to that? Wait, 
I need to I need to clarify that real quick. Growing up to me, it was always Upland. We always went to Upland, but I've run into some other people that call it Upland um, oh. that are from outside of the Grant County area. She's looking at Scott. Yeah. No, no. I'm abstractly pointing <laughs> right to Scott. <laughs> I, I don't think you've called it that, but I please clarify for our listeners. Upland or Upland? Upland. Upland. I was going to say, there's a D at the end of it. Upland. (laughs) Upland. It all the time. Yeah. I don't even know how I say it now that I think about it. Sorry. Yeah, it messes with me too because like I heard that person say it um, and I'm not going to call him out. It's not Scott. Listeners, it's not Scott. I don't know if I've even ever heard him say it, to be honest. But now now he's going to be really self-conscious about it. Yeah, and I probably won't ever repeat the word. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going over Sometimes that. I slip. Sometimes I'll slip and be like, Upland. I mean, I, I mean Upland, yeah. Upland. The Community Foundation of Grant County is so pleased to sponsor the first 12 episodes of Where We Landed. The mission of the Community Foundation of Grant County is to connect people, resources, and causes to promote sustainable impact towards the betterment of Grant County. We are pleased to record these amazing stories from our community. Tell us about your experience at Taylor. (laughs) Um, What did you study? Why did you study it? And how were those years at Taylor University? They were great. I had a great time at Taylor. I went to University of Indianapolis the first the first semester, and I did not like being far from home. And I, I came back uh, just to go to to be home. Yeah, and it was worth it. I, I liked staying there. Uh, Taylor was great. I made some great professors. Uh, you studied what? Political science. Ooh. Yeah, political oh. science. That's in my wheel. I was say Alicia just lit up. I always wanted to go to law school. And that hasn't happened yet, but I'm trying to I'm trying to work on it. You know, hmm. I'd love to, I'd love to go. Oh, so I that's... studied political science at Manchester University. Okay, so. yeah, we're in the same wheelhouse. So, yeah. But so law school is still maybe in the mix there somewhere. Yeah. If I can ever figure out how to do it. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, <laughs> so busy now, it just seems like it'll never happen. But someday, maybe. Okay. You know? Is there a passion around that or a reason behind uh, what you'd want to do with a law degree? I've always just kind of been partial to it. Hmm. Uh, my Mother has a great grandfather who was. If you go to the top courthouse building, there's a guy with a big handlebar mustache, uh, Judge Elliot. That was her grandfather. Oh. And he was a her great grandfather. He was a cowboy in in uh, Colorado and came back and became a judge. And back then, you, you didn't have to have any kind of, oh. you know, yeah. credentials. Credentials. Yeah. You just like, hey, you're the judge now. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but he reminds okay. me. Of Sam, it's it's weird. He reminds me of Sam Elliott. He's got this mustache that just yeah. like. Looks like a man of steel, you know. Uh, we'll have to go see top. if we can yeah. find that picture. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to go find it. My grandma said, he, or my mom said he was really tall. He was like six foot six, which in the 20s was wow. huge. Yeah, yeah. Big guy. I mean, everybody's tall to me. But. <laughs> <laughs> and what about your service on the the uh, town of Upland? Um, the board, or you, you serve on their their <laughs> town council. Town council. Mm-hmm. And so what does that look like? How long have you been doing that? And what are the big issues that you guys are dealing with right now? Right now, we're dealing with a lot of water and sewer. Uh, <clears throat> a lot of the uh, <laughs> water and sewer from the town are, are very old. Uh, you probably know from being in construction, you know, what that can mean. A lot of them, you know, 100, 100 150-year-old 
pipes that no one knows where they go. Oh. Uh, and it causes all kinds of havoc because if you move that water without really moving it right, it ends up being someone else's problem. Uh, mm. So until you really get it really taken care of, it's just moving the problem around. Uh, that's what we're dealing with a lot right now. Uh, I first got on there in 2016, uh, ran again in, in 20 or in 2020. Uh, and I've had a great experience with it so far. It's been, it's been really great. You get to know people from the community you wouldn't meet. Yeah. Uh, and we actually have a, a meeting tonight. So thank you for your service. Cause I know it takes a lot of time and way above and beyond the, uh, the call of duty. So, yeah, so we, thank you for being willing to do I that. I appreciate it. We've, we've had some, <clears throat> some hard times lately. Uh, and as a poli signard, I've got to ask the question, what caused you to want to run the first time? Yeah. That's a good question. I don't even know if I remember. Because <laughs> it, it's, a, it's, it's a tough thing. You know, you get calls. People say that my, you know, yeah. grass isn't mowed down here. and uh, But I, I feel like it is a calling. And, uh, you know, wanting to stay in Upland and living in Upland, I feel like it's kind of your, your duty to kind of, you know, make sure it goes the right way. Mm-hmm. Uh being, being from someone who's lived or whose family's there a long time, I feel like there's kind of an extra, uh, you know, having my own business. My grandma has a business. Mm-hmm. My dad has one. My uncle owns Elliot Autoglass. Yeah. You, you know, you know, Jared Elliot? I do know Jared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great guy. Uh, but there's a sense of responsibility that you have. Yeah. That yeah, you to, feel like you've got to continue to, to make it better and be better and make it a place that your girls want to stay. Right. And, you know, a place that is you know, beautiful and that you're proud of. And that's definitely what I think this podcast is about is, you know, we may not have the, all the shiny things that some of the bigger cities do, but you know, we really do have some things to be proud of around here. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. perfect. That's Well, and I love to highlight too, the fact that, you know, I think there's such a negative thought process too around the politicians, right? People Mm -hmm. in government are all in it for themselves and that type Mm -hmm. of thing. And coming from a poli-sci background and working in politics um, and knowing a lot of those politicians, they're not in it because they want to be this big person. It's, oh, I see this step that I can take to try and make life better. Mm -hmm. And if I was just one more level up, I could then impact this situation. And so um, I'm always interested in why people get into um certain levels uh looking i myself looked at being like on school board you know what Mm -hmm. can i do there to impact local leadership is hard yeah yeah local Mm -hmm. leadership is really hard because Mm -hmm. they do know you right like they're like oh i was sitting next to him in church and stuff like that see at the store it's like being a doctor right like hey can you check out this mole is this a problem (laughs) like they want to tell you their problems right to me it's important to have a little bit of skin in the game so uh one of my favorite books nassim taleb book uh he talks about how, you know, people who take the most care are usually people who have skin, skin in the game mm. and can have a loss, you know, with uh, my store there, our real estate there and the restaurant there. My uncle's got a business there. Uh, I think it, it makes a lot of sense for me to try and mm. make it better considering and my, my school, my children go to school there. Mm. Uh, so to have that much skin in the game, I feel like gives me extra incentive to, to do a good job. 
So I'm going to throw one person under the bus because I'm pretty good friends with Jonathan Perez. And for our (laughs) listeners, ah, there's the laugh. Um, He is the town manager of Upland. So I was going to ask you being on the board and then having him as your town manager. I know he's doing some really great things over there and bringing in a lot of uh, support to the community. What's it like working with Jonathan now as the town manager? (laughs) He's a great guy. He's really funny. Uh, He he is... uh, no, he, he, won't, he won't hear this. You can say whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's doing a lot of stuff with uh, getting rid of old buildings right now. Mm-hmm. So we've been working on that. Uh, he's kind of reached out to some area planning commission to help get that get that done. Uh, and he, he has a lot of contacts. He knows a lot of people. And that was really important. Something he brought mm-hmm. is uh, being able to reach out to other organizations and work together. Yeah. So he, yeah. he's done a good job. Yeah, I'm going to sneak in front of you, Scott. I knew you were about to ask a question. I saw it. I saw it like <laughs> yeah. churning. Um, it you said of... something about a book that you were reading. And that is one of the things that we normally do is like, you know, what are you reading? Or are there podcasts that you're listening to that we definitely want to share, you know, with our listeners if they're interested in potentially, you know, maybe going and checking out what you're listening to? What was the book that you said? Skin in the Game. Skin in the Game. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we'll look that one up. And anything else? Anything else that you're listening to that's really great or that you're reading right now? I read a lot. Uh, I like to read. Uh, probably boring finance books, but uh, <laughs> you know, to me, I'm a huge nerd for that stuff. Are there pictures in those? No. Oh, okay. Zero I'm, I'm pictures. Out. I'm out. Theory. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like what? Oh, yeah. Some of that stuff is just a so graph, so maybe, dry. With some pretty so colors. Yeah. yeah. Some of it can be really good, but mm-hmm. uh, no, I like Nassim Taleb books, Black Swan, mm-hmm. uh, books about risk. If that makes any sense, mm-hmm. Against the Gods is a good book. I mean, but that kind of goes along with your your day to day profession too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I read those before. I think that's one of the reasons I got hired at Vios because mm-hmm. you know, kind of something I I live a little bit. I love those types of things. Yeah. So what, what are you watching? Oh yeah. There's a what? YouTube channel I like. Okay. Oh. Everything Money. You ever heard of Everything Money? I have not, but I'm going to be watching it now. Three interesting <laughs> guys from from Ohio started. It's kind of like you guys. They started up a podcast. Just friends from you know around town, and uh, they they crack me up. I really like. I really like listening to them. Good. Right. Uh, Scott's eyes lit up when you said that. I am now as he's seriously <laughs> writing down notes. He's definitely going to be looking that up. All later. right, it's hard to get a word in edgewise between me and Iris. I know. So, go, go Scott, Scott. You're on. Your turn. Well, I was. Uh, yeah. So so finally, you having a chance to ask a question. <laughs> <laughs> um, what? Piece of advice, yeah. What piece of advice have you gotten from either your grandfather, your grandmother, your mom, or dad that you would say something that you apply every day or that you want to pass on to your two kids? I would probably say consistency. Uh, The way my grandmother runs her life, and it kind of goes back to the shortcakes. Uh, (laughs) The way she makes the shortcakes is nothing short of you know a chemist at work to watch her work. Everything has to be perfect. Uh, the way she does it is the same every time, and she will not deviate from that. Uh, she, the consistency that she has had, her and my grandfather had through their whole life, and the amount of work they put in that place mm-hmm. uh, is nothing short of amazing. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll never get that kind of work ethic. I mean, they they worked hard uh, and a lot. Uh, Are they still involved on a day-to-day basis? My grandmother is. Is she? Uh, My grandfather passed in 2012. Gotcha. But uh, my grandmother still, I mean, she uh, still takes care of that place 
Mm-hmm. crazy well <laughs> you so, mentioned that she's not doing any deliveries right we've got no, the pandemic no. we've got DoorDash and stuff like that now and grandma said no not happening yeah she she's not on the delivery train she yeah. uh she's like we can't you know the people we got here is as much as we can handle so yeah she mm-hmm. uh, but she's they're great people like mm-hmm. grandfather and grandmother Ivan and Carol were are amazing people uh, definitely people I looked up to Growing up, still, the way that they live their life was just amazing to me. So we're all foodies to some extent. <laughs> um, if you have somebody in from out of town, other than Ivanhoe's, where do you take them to? Where's, where's your go-to place? You'd say, this is my favorite place to take somebody in Grant County. Oh, they're just opening that new McAllister's. Yeah. Because I, I love McAllister's. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a that's a, one of my favorite places to go. But if it comes to some place that's kind of independent, mm-hmm. I don't know. Or or if you and Ashley are going to go on a date, where are you going to take her? I do like Obie's. Obie's. I do yeah. love barbecue. That's a great yeah. place. I know Jefferson Street's in Converse. Technically, mm-hmm. is that my technically Miami County? Technically, technically, it's Miami County. yeah. We but claim Miami it. County we doesn't claim, it. claim Converse, so we we do. We claim it because Grand that's County. the Hill School system, so yeah. we claim it. Jefferson Street, mm-hmm. love that. Big Dipper, love the Big Dipper. Oh, Big uh, Dipper. They're getting ready to close too for the winter. By the Uh-oh. way, if you need to get out there, get out there. Is Big Dipper? So this is a newbie question. Ice cream place, I'm <laughs> yes. assuming. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of like Ivanhoe's. So yeah. when does it close? Because I'd probably better make a run over there if it's going to. So be they're closed. closed in the winter time, but they open up like I think it's like March 15th, kind of like Ivanhoe's. Mm-hmm. With the have they already cakes. closed this when year? When the shortcakes come, then you know, then they mm-hmm. have they already closed for this I year? Don't know. Um, I'm not sure whether they have or not. I think it's normally mid October to. Mid-November. Okay. So, yeah. Those are great suggestions. Yeah. They're on so, Facebook, so you can look it up. Hartford City, too. They have the Tasty Spoon. Mm-hmm. That's a great little place. Spoon. Nachos and ice cream. Mm-hmm. They're you know, real nice people. This is Tim Lizzie. Did you ever go to Tim Oh, Lizzie? yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was another Tim Lizzie. Um, going to Eastbrook to high school. Mm-hmm. Favorite thing about high school and going to Eastbrook. Oh, geez. I feel like I got a good education there, and I feel like it was not clicky at all. You know, you had friends from all over the place. Uh, and I still talk to those guys when I see them out, you know, that it was it was a great place to, to grow up and upland and the Eastbrook school system, uh, on to Taylor. You know, I kind of, mm-hmm. Grant County is kind of my bubble and I feel kind of safe there, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go to someplace new, you know, you never quite feel at home there like you do in Grant County, for me at least. Yeah. <laughs> And, and kind of uh, piggybacking on the, the first question, what's your favorite time of year here, and is there an event that you really enjoy attending on an annual basis mm. in Grant County? Probably ducktail. Mm. I do like ducktail. But my favorite part, I, I really like springtime at Grant County. I'm, I'm a spring guy. I don't, I don't like the leaves changing, things dying, going back to wintertime, but uh, I like the sweater weather that comes around March, April. Yeah. That's, that's a nice yeah. time. And then outside of business, so you're working on your businesses, um, hobbies. So if you're going to spend some free time either with your kids, your your spouse, um, uh, on your own, what are you doing? I know you mentioned the, the Cardinal Greenways. Is there anything else that you'd say, this is where I love to spend my free time? Mm, the, for me, personally, I like to go to the gym. I like to work out. Um, I go to the Harvard City Health Club 
in Hartford City, and those are some great guys over there. They're going to love that I said their name on this podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, when it comes to a family, we, we love to go to Starbucks and Target and then go to mm. – I like to walk around college campuses, if that makes any sense. Mm. <clears throat> go to different ones in Indiana, and I like the architecture, that mm. type of thing. So. Cool. Went to Columbus and walked around Ohio State a couple months ago. It's mm-hmm. cool. It's a big campus. We're trying to figure out random factoid. The tunnel at Ohio State Stadium is named the Hazelwood Tunnel. Oh. So I keep telling my husband, I'm like, we need to find out if your rich family is that same <laughs> <as> Hazelwood. <laughs> they built the tunnel. I was like, they built that tunnel? Why were you a part of that family? <laughs> Alicia said, I'm trying to get in the will. Oh, fundraiser. <laughs> Write me in. Um, so we, we also do like to do what we call a shameless plug. So would you like to share a little bit with us um, about um, what you do at VIA and um, why you were drawn to that and why you like doing that? And I mean, obviously, then you need to share with us, too, like what your retirement plans are, because hopefully you have them, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, OK. VIA, uh, working at VIA has been great. I took over for Bonnie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that was in 2017. Mm-hmm. and. I just love finance. I like the stock market. I like the fact that it's the only thing you can ever think of that uh, people get nervous as it goes down. You know, it's like if you went to Walmart and they said everything is 75% off, people are just like, no thanks. No thanks. Yeah, just walk out the door. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And that kind of drew me to it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I had kind of a interesting thing. In 2008, I just happened to get in at the right time uh, and rode the market up and thought I was just like this you know, genius guru. And then, you know, they got my butt kicked a couple of times and, yeah. you know, learned the hard way, <clears throat> which is always the best way to learn, I think. Marathon, not a sprint. <laughs> yeah, marathon, exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. What's your day-to-day role at VIA? Um, so if I were to come into the facility where you're working at, follow you around for a day, what's a day in the life look like? Usually uh, a couple uh, clients that are already, uh, clients of mine will come in and we'll, we'll talk about their plan how they're doing, if we need to change anything. Uh, there's always some, some new business, uh, some 401ks, and it kind of varies from day to day. Uh, but investment advisor, yeah, would that be kind of the- The title. Mm-hmm. The title for you? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. very good. Yeah. And, and retirement plans, what are you planning for in retirement? Well, I'm, I'm hoping to build my own portfolio that pays me dividends, <laughs> and I, I've got a, a 20-year timeline to try and get to that 20-year where the dividends will pay my way, where I'm done. So nice. no more work. How far, how far into the plan are you? <laughs> I'm trying to go from 30 to 50, so I'm about one year in, so year got a ways in. to go. I was going to say, I, I feel like your retirement plan sounds so much more sound than mine. I'm like just trying to retire to Disney. <laughs> like that's all I'm going to do. <laughs> to work at Disney? Yeah. That'd be awesome. To work there. <laughs> That would be awesome. I don't care what I get to do. (laughs) Just let me work there. (laughs) I've got kind of maybe a little personal, but you're married. So Mm -hmm. how did you meet your wife? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did you actually? Is she from away and you had to convince her to stay or move here? She's actually from Oak Hill. So, you know, Eastbrook, Oak Hill don't really get along a lot, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a Marion, so we didn't get along with anybody. County rivals. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I saw her picture in the mall, actually. Uh, I thought, who was that? And I, I... I had a friend who was a, a Jamaican uh, transfer student, mm-hmm. and uh, he knew who she was, and he actually got me her number to, to give her a call, and she probably thought I was the weirdest dude to just send her a text like, hi, I'm Heath. I saw your picture in the mall. You're going on a date? Oh, uh, my God. Are you serious? 
yeah. I love that. Yeah. And we went to Mi Pueblo. It was our first date. <laughs> oh, yes. And we saw Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. Matthew McConaughey movie. At the movies. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Yeah. And it was just magic from there. Magic after that. Oh, I love yeah. that. <laughs> I love that. She might disagree with that. You know. Yeah. No. Okay, so why why was her picture in the mall? Oh, yeah. Ken Ledbetter. Uh, Ledbetter oh, Photography. Oh, okay. Yeah. He uh, had like a display up that says, you know, Ledbetter Photography. And she was like the big, like huge tall centerpiece. Yeah. Well, and in her own right, too, she's a very gifted athlete as well. Too, yes. So. Yeah, she played mm-hmm. center at Oak Hill when they had the mm-hmm. really good girls team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, basketball and volleyball. She's and volleyball. volleyball. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Softball. She played everything. Mm-hmm. What does she do on a day-to-day basis right now? She was working in collections at VIA. Okay. So we would carpool. But uh, <laughs> about a month ago, we decided she was going to. She wanted to stay home, and mm-hmm. she takes care of the girls. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So. Okay. Cardinal Greenway, going, taking them places, and you know, dance, and you know, the normal little girl mm-hmm. stuff. Sort of girl dance. Center stage. Okay. They're in Upland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they love it. She nice. loves. She's doing hip hop this year. So she. Mm-hmm. But she comes home and she's dog tired. Yeah. So she goes right to bed and don't hear a peep out of her. <laughs> it sounds like your wife has a plan: take them to dance and then they sleep. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's easy. It's easy. Well, and that's one of the things. Yeah, I'm like, you open the door wide open for us there too. One of the other things we always talk about too are the opportunities. Um, again, you know, we have this perception that you know we don't get the nice things, but we really do. So, like, what other things are like your girls involved in, or what other opportunities are that you would be interested in potentially offering to them um, aside from dance? Or as I mean, as they're growing, they're going to find their different interests and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But just knowing that that's all available to them here somewhere. Rowan loves art. Oh, yeah. She's always doodling, <clears throat> making, she made me a, she has this little kiwi, like a little bird on her backpack. She made me a little, like, outline of it, and it's really good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're trying to get her into the program at Taylor where they will do some art tutoring. Uh, oh. Because COVID, it's kind of got messed up. Mm-hmm. But as soon as that's available, mm-hmm. she's going to be in it. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure at some point, you'll probably try some sports along the way, right? Maybe, I think maybe so. not. Yeah, she, yeah. She uh, so far she she likes to play uh, t-ball. Yeah. But uh, she right now she prefers dancing, music, art. She loves to go to shows. Good. So she might not. You know, she might be in the drama club. Nice. Which is totally fine. You know. What's your vision for the town of Upland? Um, what What would you say five to ten years? What would you like it to be in those five to ten years versus what it is now? We have a lot of old old buildings uh, on main on the main street. <clears throat> uh, we, we'd like to get some better infrastructure uh, to build up the sewer, the, the drain water, and get that all taken care of, mm-hmm. uh, and then also have some new business come in. Mm-hmm. So we definitely want to get rid of those old buildings and start building up new. And if you go down Main Street, there's a lot of stuff that's that's on its way down. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to make room for the new stuff, and that's all Jonathan <laughs> working on that. So he's. Uh, He's putting some serious man hours into just cold calling people <laughs> and working to get those buildings down. And yeah. I think my understanding is that you have a grant that will be helping to rebuild your main street. Is that correct? Over yes. the next yep. year to two years? And also uh, INDOT's coming in to, to redo the uh, the main street. And that's going to help too. Redoing bridges and that type of thing. So all that's going to kind of happen at once. Uh, it's going to be a big change. Awesome. Um, what could people do if they wanted to get a hold of you to look at retirement plans or their investment portfolio? Just reach out to you at VIA. Is mm-hmm. that the best thing to do? Yeah, if you call VIA and ask for Heath, they'll know exactly where to send you. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm the 
on the town board, there's two Heaths. They both do investment advising. So uh, the two of us kind of get mixed up a lot. You know, mm-hmm. someone says, are you Heath the one that works in Gas City? No, I'm the one that works in Marion. Oh, okay. Uh, but, uh, yeah, if they, if they call VNS for me, they'll know exactly where to send you. Okay, awesome. Heath, thank you so much for coming in today. Thank, thank you for you. everything that you've been doing for our community already and your family. And uh, we wish you the best in this new business venture that you just started. Um, and uh, and thank you again for sharing your story. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it so much. I was so excited to do this. So. Awesome. Great to have you.